What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 286. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, beat store, donuts, groceries, fryers, NBA, death, COVID, China, Olympics, video games, sexuality, cooking, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, might be a quick one. You know, I don't know if I have a whole bunch of shit this week. I'll be honest. I'm in rapper mode. Man, you know? I have no idea. We'll see. We'll see what comes up. We'll see. Um, first thing I got to get to is we we need patrons. You know, we we lost our big patron. You know, shout out for being with us this long. But uh, we lost Jackie Daytona. So shout out Jackie Daytona. Hopefully they'll be back someday. Um, if you would like to be a patron at our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Uh, someone hit me up today and let me know when you just search a podcast with Mo, it is almost impossible to find. So you should definitely in the address bar type patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo, no spaces, and uh, it'll pull you right up to it. And you can hit me up on any social media and I will send you a link if anyone. Um, anyway, for a dollar a month, you get early access. Uh, if you pay enough, you will be what we call a better fan, aka a co-producer, which includes my mother, Hurricane Haynes. Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear and it's your boy h2.com. I was like, man, I know I have one more. Um, no, it threw your rhythm off. It did it? Did uh, now he has a new song with the homies Forgotten One and Soko. So y'all go check out that song that I think just came out, um, called Till the Graveyard. It was sent to me originally, and I was like, man, I don't know if this is for me. And then they sent it to it's your boy h2. So I was glad, it, you know, it got to keep it all in the within the internet friends uh, networking, you know. Um, also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast and mo. Uh, if you like a cool t-shirt, shit like that. And then also sell beats at aethemo.beatstars.com. I only bring that up to tell a fun story of the internet, you know. I don't, I'm not the type to beg people on the internet for stuff. You know, I did see, I hate fucking being a hater about this, but I see a lot of people that'll be like, you know, tomorrow my internet bills due. If y'all could buy a beat today, that'd be great. You know, and I kind of hate those posts of like, you're kind of guilting people into it, you know. Yeah. But this month, uh, you know, what I thought my payday was going to be the 20th, because that's what it's been, you know, the last couple of months and all summer. They're like, oh, no, no, paydays are now the 28th for the rest of the year. And I was like, you mother. And they, wait, and they wait till. Yeah. And they wait till the day of till you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And so I just put <laughs> on Twitter, I go, I didn't beg one. I just said, man, my payday got pushed back a week. If I sold a beat, that'd be, that would fucking hit. Cause that'd be great. And then instantly I sold uh, some beats to some internet friends, Karma. So shout out Karma. Yeah, she yeah, I've been her quite a bit, man. And then, uh, yeah, you said you were playing her in the dispensary, right? I was. I played her all day that day. Hell yeah. You should have video. She would have liked it. She's real active you know, on Twitter and shit and TikTok, I think. But anyway. Well, I tagged the podcast because I wasn't sure I had her name spelled right at first, but you know. Yeah, was... because it's Karma with two A's on right. the end and told right. thing. Um, anyway, so she got one of the forgotten one, homie of the podcast also. He's been saying he's going to get these beats for a while. So he's like, you know, I've been talking about it, so I'll just go ahead and get them. And I was like, all right, cool, man. And uh, so anyway, shout out to them for, you know, something cool like that happening. So I was like, well, that'll give me some money in my PayPal account if something 
has to come up from now till the fucking 28th. God damn motherfuckers. Um, so anyway, shout out internet. Uh, so how, how's your week been, man? Oh, it's been good. I've just been selling some pot, you know, legally, you know, oh, yeah. at the dispensary. Uh, a 10, 11-year-old uh, had his birthday. He's 11 now. He thinks he's all special. I had a question. You posted a picture of his cake, and it was a donut cake. Is it just, was it just a wall of maple uh, long johns, what people call maple bars, other places, um, and then with donut holes in the middle, or was there an actual cake underneath There was that? no cake. Okay, uh, yeah. I just didn't know. Uh, turns out my son says he doesn't like cake, so, you know. I mean... I don't hate cake, but I love donuts. So, uh, and ever since uh, that night, the daylight was closed <laughs> in town. Uh, we went to King Donut, and uh, everybody's on board with King Donut. Dude. Yeah, I'm, I should have been big. going there years ago. I, I agree. I just never really stopped there to try. I guess the parking was always funky. Yeah, we're gonna take a detour and talk about donuts here because I agree. We have people in this town love donuts. You know now. I'm sure people in every town love donuts. You know, I'm, not, I'm sure that's not fucking different here. But for like where I grew up um, in Warrego, Oklahoma, we had one donut shop that closed down when I was like four years old. And I just remember I used to love the pink donuts, you know, and I was like, oh, they're so good. But then it shut down. We had a daylight donuts. And then for the most part, I just always wanted donuts, but there weren't any good donuts anywhere. And then so if we go on vacations. We'd always stop at like a Daylight Donuts or a Dunkin'. So some donut right. place and we get like a dozen donuts. And I would fucking, I mean, a little fat kid, me, was like, oh, my God, this is the fucking best, you know. And then I get to Ada and there was this one and another one that's not King Donut. But there was another donut shop over by. I sold hot dogs in lunch, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, was later on. Actually, I guess they have like a cleaner now or whatever it is there. But yeah. there, there was something that people loved. And I never went to either one. But then when I got in the fraternity. And then it was like, all right, no, no, we're getting drunk. And then at 2 a.m., we're going to, you're rather going to, we're rather waiting till 2 a.m. to get sausage biscuits for McDonald's. Um, cause that's, they would sell breakfast. Or if you couldn't make it, you would go buy the donut, daylight donuts and get a fuckload of donuts and just be or all sausage rolls and sausage rolls. Exactly. And, um, that was a great time. I ate so many donuts in college. Well, sausage rolls are like these little, what, kibasa sausages wrapped in. Biscuit dough. Huh? Yeah. See, and uh, and then King, the blanket base, right? And King Donut, which is uh, a couple blocks down the road from Daylight Donut, is a little more of a startup. You know, it's a little newer. Daylight Donuts, like the establishment, but Daylight Donuts was always rude as fuck. At least to me. Yeah. They've always been rude. They're like they don't give a fuck about if they have your business. Their parking lot is shitty. Yeah. I mean, like you're gonna miss. I mean, fuck there's like crazy. It almost looks like sinkholes, and it's been that way for years. Yeah. It looks like the moon, and um. It's horrible. And then King Donut, they have the nicest woman that's ever lived in Ada, Oklahoma. That's like, how are you doing today? Like, she's just fucking smiles ear to ear in the morning. I don't know if you've been in the morning. And uh, she's just so nice. So nice. And they have all this fancy shit and they have all these fancy sprinkles. Now, the only thing that sucks about them is their like their frosting doesn't go around the whole donut. Right. You know, that's like so it ends at some point in time, but it also feels a little healthier because of that. I'm, I don't know, man. We're Maple Long John fans, and, we, and that's what we get. And they're just the flavor alone is just so much better. And their bread seems lighter. It's not all th- like that thick dough. Like, right. well, and it, if you get them fresh at King Donuts, they're really good. But if you get them after they've been sitting, they're not. Well, we've as been picking good. them up at nine thirty at night when they open. Perfect. Yeah, and they because they open like nine thirty to eleven thirty. Have you gotten the bait? The ones with bacon on them? I haven't. 
if you go in there, sometimes they have a maple long john just covered with bacon, and it's pretty expensive. But I get it a couple of times. I would say to me, it's not worth it. You know, I, I for me, I would just prefer normal maple long john. But I think it's definitely worth trying. Yeah, to, you know, to be like, yeah, I've, I've those had things it. with bacon are pretty delicious. Right. I mean, it wasn't bad. I just was like, for me, I'd rather just get two maple long johns so instead of getting one with. Is bacon. our daylight closed right now? I I don't know. I've no different people in the parking lot. They haven't seemed open at nighttime. Like you said, you know, we're we come from the college. That's all the only reason we ended up in this shithole town. Right. And uh we would go in the middle of the night, twelve, one, two, three, four. They'd always be open. It seems like I don't think they open till like ten or it eleven. Like it's very limited now. Right. I know King Donut opens earlier. And they, they definitely open get like that. nine to eleven thirty at night, and then they open back up at five thirty in the morning. Yeah. I think. Also love donut shops because of chocolate milk. I love chocolate milk. And I'm like, let me get a bottle of that over there. And uh, it's always delicious. Did you ever have Brahms chocolate milk? Yes. It's so thick. It's very thick. I have to mix it with regular milk. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I just I just drink it. But I mean, it's a hearty thing. Uh-huh. I remember getting some chocolate milk uh, when I was like in high school from Save-A-Lot. And it always had like a weird twang to it that I was like, I don't know something's weird about this, but like that's just what we had, you know. And I would go to my friend Eric's house, who called this podcast a long time ago, like a little over a year ago. And uh I remember the one thing that separated his family from mine is and it's because I was fat and he wasn't, you know, he's a skinny kid. They were like, drink all the milk you want. They would just have like gallons and gallons of milk, and we would go in his uh kitchen and I would put like, you know, bigger than what is this probably a 40 ounce cup I have next to me, like this size or bigger cup of chocolate milk mixed with Nesquik. And I, my family didn't buy Nesquik, right? To me, like not putting him on blast. I know he would be like, we were poor too or whatever. But like, to me, this is some rich kid shit, right? He had Nesquik and shit. And I was like, bro. And my family at this time, we were doing all right. My dad has Every now and then we had the little powder you could. Right. See, to me, yeah, we never had, but we always had syrup. And I'd be like, ugh. But um, he had Nesquik and he put that in and then some milk and syrup. And I was like, bro, this is so good. And I would down probably like half a gallon of fucking Nesquik chocolate milk and then just sit there about to be sick for like 30 minutes to an hour at his house. This is when I'm like 15. And I'm like, oh, okay, man, I don't, I shouldn't have done that, you know? <laughs> and he's all trying to show me some like Eminem music videos or some shit. And I'm like, I get it, man, but fuck, I'm, whew, I drink that way too bad. Concentrate on that bubble goods. I can't concentrate on nothing else. Right. And yeah, nowadays I'm probably, like we've mentioned, might be lactose intolerant or some but shit. Like, but like, Save a always felt like the rejected palate store. Yeah. It was like the rejected palate of groceries. I remember like their macaroni and cheese, for instance. My mom made like the what would be the equivalent of a blue box craft or whatever. And you'd make and you're like, oh, that seems fine. But then one time making like for some reason two at the same time. And you're like, no, no, the shit from Save a Lot's like neon orange. Like it it doesn't look anything like (laughs) it's not even close, man. And the canned veggies, I, I just can't do it. Oh, yeah. My fucking parents. I don't know what farm or how they cure them, but it ain't right, man. Yeah, not enough salt for sure. My parents fucking, I think I brought some of the podcast before, but I'll say it again. We saw them or I went down there and they're like, do you need some mixed vegetables? You know, you make stews a lot. And I was like, yeah, I'll I'll see what you got. And then they just went and bought a whole pallet, you know, a six by six, like 36 fucking cans of mixed vegetables. Great value. That was like the nastiest looking great value ones. And I was like, no, I don't want any of those. <laughs> That's y'all's forever. So, Oh, man, you didn't get to shop with my mom and uh, stepdad. Oh, my God. If they had specials on milk, but they would limit it like, you know, three per person. 
They'd have every one of us line with three gallons. They had two big old deep freeze. They'd freeze that shit. That's crazy. It's one and one. I'm gonna get ready. They had it timed just right of when to place that one in the thing, so it thought out by the time you got to it. If anyone's been paying attention to this podcast for a while, y'all remember I got a deep freeze like I don't know about a year ago maybe, and it's now full. So that's how long it takes to fill up a normal size deep freeze. So I'm like, oh, I guess I need to quit buying shit and stashing in here um, and eat some of this stuff. And we bought like all these goddamn Asian little frozen dinner things. And I was like, those sound good that day. But now every time I look at them, I'm like, we could just go to a restaurant. You know, like, why did we buy these? Man, but that's the thing. It's like you got those frozen things and they're better fried, right? But you don't want to go through that trouble. They usually bake them and air fryer, dude. You pop it in for like five minutes aside. Boom. Done. Fuck air fryers. I'll never get off that. Uh hill i know everyone loves them i'm like the i'm the three percent or whatever well that's I, against them i noticed other people's like putting real food in there i hadn't tried that but like for fr- for a quick snack food like french fries when you know we, we say we make burgers hey instead of having potato chips man we throw fries in real quick boom got badass fries well, i'm glad you brought this up because what happened to me for my anniversary is kubi didn't have a gift idea for me which was great because i i love when that happens you know because then i get to be like hey. but she goes well I know you've wanted a deep fryer for like eight years now. Whenever I first moved out of my apartment with Powwow and moved in with Koopy, I have not had a deep, a real deep fryer. Right? I don't give this fucking air fryer shit. Right. Real deep fryer oil. And uh, so I finally got one. I went on Amazon. She got the little bitty one. You know, it's like a four cups or enough for two people. And then so since then, I bought the cheapest great value crinkle cut French fries. because I was like, those are the best. Fuck all the seasoning ones. You just get the cheapest motherfucking French fries. And just putting a half bag of those on, and I ate them all, and I was like, this is so good. Like, <laughs> I miss this so much. And then we bought a bunch of popcorn chicken, and I bought, like, a million different brands of chicken strips because they all fucking suck. They don't put out good chicken strips anymore. Um, you got to get them expensive-ass blue and gold. Yeah, yeah, I get blue and gold. Or my mom goes to Sam's Club, and the ones she gets are amazing. So, But, but the blue and gold prices have, like, tripled since we were, you know. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Kubi likes to support whoever it's showing up on the bacon and i'm like oh my god you don't expect that fucking bacon it's so thick it's so good it is good um but anyway so i've really really loved having a normal deep fryer back you know so the issue you know it's the kind of has the plastic lid that goes on it you know it's old school top i didn't want any of these fancy ones with the baskets and shit i was like i don't need all that um i haven't had to clean it yet i will soon so you know that's the issue with them that people have um but it's so worth it every time we eat um, because it heats up immediately, you're like, oh my god, it's a fucking love. So is the air fryer, right? Yeah, but I've cooked chicken strips and French fries in my air fryer. I have a big old fucking fancy one. Costs fucking weight. Costs three times the amount of my fucking normal deep fryer, and it sucks ass. It's just, it doesn't suck ass. It's the exact same as baking. It just is. And now, and people's arms like, you don't have to use enough power that would power an oven. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're saving electricity. That's not enough for me. It, I d- I just like it because it's quick and easy on certain items. I don't use it every day. Right. But if I don't feel like doing something, but man, it's so convenient. So like Ron, I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but I know he's my friend on Twitter and shit. So he might, uh, he just fucking loves this goddamn air fryer. He's like, everything's better. And I'm like, disagree. If you want to say it's a small oven and it's convenient. Sure. Oh no, I'm all convenience. I mean, I like the way it tastes, but I'm not, hell no. I'd rather have a, Fucking crispy, perfectly cooked in oil. Yes. Right. I, I, want, I want the full fried experience. Yeah. My parents gave me these real fancy butterfly shrimp 
already breaded things that I try to make. And they were good, but they were a lot of breading, you know, like a whole bunch of breading. So that was my only issue so far with my deep frying experience. Like I picked up some egg rolls the other day, you know, and last night I felt like snacking. I bought some and I didn't eat I threw a couple egg rolls in. Turned out fine. They would have been better in a fryer. Right. I don't I, I don't like egg rolls, but I bought some for Koopy. Um I like egg rolls, but particular egg rolls. All egg rolls are not good. Right. I don't like spring rolls, and most things are spring rolls, even though they say egg rolls. And so anything with all that cabbage and shit. I've just never been able to do cabbage. It's it's just fucking. That's the only time I like it's in an egg roll. Really? <laughs> yes. My dad worked at a fiberglass factory when I was growing up. When I was like ten or eleven, you know, he got this fiberglass factory. It changed my life. Before that, we were poor, and after that, we were middle class. So I mean, it's a big deal in my life. And um, I went backwards on my kids. I feel bad. Nah, you'll get there. And uh, he would work with a bunch of Vietnamese people that like every few months they'd be like their wives were taking orders to make egg rolls. So like one time. He put in his order, and we got some of these f- fucking fresh Vietnamese-made egg rolls, and they were like 80, 85% meat, and it was like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life, but I've delicious. never had anything right. like that before. You got your old school home cook, not one of these, right. you know, oh, retail. I'm it gonna- was like all shrimp. You know, if you got a shrimp one, it was like almost the whole thing was shrimp. It was like, Man, oh my God, I would like crazy. filled to deep freeze. Yeah. Well, my parents are cheap as fuck. They're my mom is for food. Like my dad, I the thing I enjoy the most about being an adult is making my dad jealous of the food that I have and like how I get well I cook something. Cause he's like, oh, I wish I could do that. I'm like, you can. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, and I get him kind of all riled up and he'll be like, Pam, that's it. We're starting to buy whatever. You know, I like <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, get him on. Like I got him all hopped up about the spice world will pre-minced garlic little jar of garlic started cut i was like this right here save you someone i got it like i hopped it all up and he was like pam you better remember this next time you go to the store because he this is what he gets and uh anyway it was a good time uh, that's funny, um all right what's happened in the world uh in nba world the bucks won so yes they did win congratulations that, good thing for them you know they came back four straight after basically what something i found annoying about sports or not sports, sports media, you know, it's the podcast. We watch a little ESPN shit like that here and there is everyone overreacts so much after every game that whenever the Suns were up 2-0, it was like, is this a dynasty? How many in a row are they going to win? Giannis is never going to be a superstar. And then all of a sudden Giannis wins four in a row. Amazing performances too. Like Giannis I mean, all is time. a superstar, right? Whether he, he ever won one or not, that dude's a fucking superstar. Right. I mean, these performances in the finals are unreal. But now people are like, oh, is he the greatest power forward ever? You know, and that's now. And it's like, all right, listen, I don't know how y'all can. How many years has he been in? He's 26. Because 27 is the typical age for a superstar to win their first. Like LeBron didn't win his first one until, I think, you know, like 27 seems to be some age that like, until he got it right in before then. But he's come a long way from when he was drafted to now. And it's a very cool story, you know. Now, I've always kind of been in that camp of, he is just so large and athletic that kind of like Westbrook, not the large part, I mean, Westbrook's so athletic and that it makes the other things look weak. Like his shooting stands out and shit because you're like, he got there so fast and then he just fucking bricks it, you know, off the rim or what? Like, you know, like, I don't know. It's frustrating. You have to let so. me think on I can't think of him on a spot, but uh, there's a lot of good fucking power forwards that came through this fucking place. Well, I think most people put Larry Bird one or Tim Duncan, um, one of them two, and LeBron. 
probably should have been playing power forward, but he's played small forward on most of his career. So some what arguments was he Pippen made. actually was he small, small? forward? Yeah, and well, my well, Horace Grant was a power forward for him. Back I've then. always now and this because the era of NBA I grew up loving. I've always felt like the power forward could be a lot of different things, and that's like your one thing that changes your team. But like because when you grew up, you had to have like a good center. And you're you wanted like a good defensive small forward or an offensive wing sort of guy. And then your shooting guard was like your Jordan top or Kobe. And then point guard was your guy that passed, but your power forward could have been like uh Dirk. You know, it could have been a guy that shot. Or it could have been a Zach Randolph, a guy that was a bully baller, you know. Dirk, so hey man, Dirk would be hard to argue with for power forward. He's just he's yeah. up there. I mean, his run to his one championship, and I hate Dirk. For people that don't know, like growing up. There are certain, I hate all Texas teams for they the most part. They shove the Mavs down our throats more than anything right. else. And I just hated the Mavericks. I hate any Dallas team for whatever reason. I don't know why. I just do. Because they were trying to shove them down our throat. And it's like, you got to love Texas. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, I don't. And so, um, anyway, I hated Dirk. I hated the Spurs a lot when I was in high school. Because they just won and they were boring. And I was like, I liked oh Robinson, God. but when Duncan came on the scene, I, even though he's a nice guy, I think, but he just seemed real prickish and arrogant get to me see i think he's just real quiet and i, I did, think pop's great i don't know i just i like him now i didn't like duncan but I, at I, the time i didn't i didn't like watching him i don't uh, know it just very was boring. boring right it was so. like watching a floyd mayweather fight he's precise he's gonna get it but it's very boring and so something that happens with Giannis winning is uh or something you might notice through if you're like on twitter or social media through all the playoffs is whenever like trey young has a good game like all these NBA superstars are like, oh, Trey Young going off for 49. Look out for him. You know, like other superstars, illegal set shit. And that happens with all the players, right? But Giannis scored 50 in the last game, 40 the game before. Like, you know, put up these crazy numbers and no one ever tweets like, fuck, y'all see Giannis, Giannis, the free. You know, he gets no love from his peers, no love from other NBA superstars. So that's how you can tell he's not trying to be friendly with them and shit in the offseason. Like, they just don't, like, I think CJ McCollum's the only one who said anything of like, and then LeBron, after everyone was saying what I just said, then LeBron goes out. He's a baller or no, he's a hooper is what he says. But then if you look back on that, LeBron got through a fit a couple of years ago because people called him a hooper. And he goes, I ain't a hooper. I'm a basketball player or some shit. So you're like, Ugh. well, he might have. I watched his interviews and he's like, well, I did it the right way. You know, I didn't yeah, join a super. So maybe there is some bitter. Like, I bet these people have put out bids to him and they're salty that he's like, no. Well, everyone wanted him this last offseason for people that aren't familiar. The media was pitching this whole he wasn't going to do the extension with Milwaukee and he was going to go to Dallas and join Luka. And they were going to have this like all foreign team of greatness. And that would have been fun. You know, I'm not saying it would have been. Uh, but then they traded for Drew Holiday, and then Giannis signed the Supermax. You know, I used him in basketball so much. Drew Holiday, yes, and uh, so <laughs> get him on a cheap, and he's a baller. <laughs> and I do think it's, you know, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are not superstars, so it's not like a super team, but they're pretty fucking good. You know, yeah. so they have a really good three. Well, he only know. won what three state titles in California. He he don't know what he's doing. Uh, was that like a stat they would say whenever you were playing? With yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? Um, but yeah. Anyway, so shout out Giannis. Um, <clears throat> some kind of sad that happened this week is Coopy uh, has a coworker who's our age. You know, I think Coopy's age because Coopy's a year younger than me, and I believe it's her age. Um, and then she has a husband who's my age. He's graduated him here. I was from Stratford. Uh, my homie LV, who I need to write to in prison because I haven't in two months. And once I told him, to, hey, quit fucking buying me shit 
And but anyway, I haven't read him in a while. But anyway, I knew this guy through LV because they were they graduated together. Anyway, he died uh, about a week ago from this recording, and um, he went and played golf. And he came home, was like, oh, I ain't feeling feeling well. I'm gonna take a shower. His wife's cooking dinner. And he never made it to the bathroom and hit the closet, whether had a heart attack or a stroke, or I don't know what happened. You know, I don't have all the details. Something happened to where then she got on dinner. And from the way I understand the story, went to go check and he was already dead. You know, it's like someone my age. So it's like been a very like heavy of like, oh, fuck, you know, and I'm not in good health. And I don't ever think about any of this shit. I don't go to the doctor or anything. So anyway, it's been a weird fucking week for me, you know, because like I said, it's uh, like work friends. So they've been texting and stuff. And it's like, yeah. Shit sucks. I know you do, you dealt with death a lot more than me, you know, in your life, but it's uh, always a bummer. Gives you a whoa moment every time. Right. And I, I mean, I know I'm not good with it. I think I, uh, you know, I'm probably annoying about it. Like, I just try to ignore it. I'm like, don't think about it. We're all different people. You know, I can kind of get very like, yeah, let's just not talk about it. But I know that's probably not healthy or whatever. But yeah, it sucks for sure. Well, the, the last person in our family that died, uh, it was almost like everything happened the way the doctors and he said it would. He pretty much said he was ready and it, it was done. Told everybody to come see him. And within, you know, the next week it was over. Right. So, I mean, you, you, you had a little time to grieve though. Like, you know, I went down and visited with him and I kind of, you know, made my peace, had a conversation with him. And then after that, it just, he went downhill over the next few days and. Got from COVID or something else? No, he uh his wife died last year and uh from COVID and his health just declined ever since then. His yeah, right. I don't know his I know his willpower at the end gave up. He was ready, so right. And that's it's a phenomenon that happens uh, where married couples are one passes, the other one passes pretty quickly. So I mean, I he knew he was ready. Like basically, told people tell tell everybody wants to come see me, come see me. And it worked. I mean, it worked out for me anyway. You know, I mean, it didn't really work out, but right, you got to see him. And I got to see him and make my peace, and right, you know, it was made the funeral not as hard. Right. At all. Um. Yeah, and COVID stuff. To kind of briefly brought it up, you know, it's it has been talked about as much. Well, it's being talked about more lately because it's Delta variant is a whole thing. You know, even here talked about, and I'm like, um. I believe it all, like as far as both sides. I just kind of believe everybody. And so it makes it where I think people get annoyed when I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of in this thing of like, I think COVID is a thing that happened. I think it was a lab leak. I think since the beginning, we've said like, this makes too much sense. If fucking there's a lab right there in Wuhan. And then they're like, it came from Wuhan, but I'm a market. And you're like, or they got released. And I think most people in the scientific community are like on board with the, yeah, I came, there was a lab leak or whatever. That's how it all happened. So I do think that did happen, but I also then, it has some of the conservatives would say of like the government's using this to control power and the wealthier using this to take money. I think that is also happening. I think like they are taking advantage of these situation. It is a real sickness that we probably overblown a little. And I know if anyone lost someone, they're like overblown. You didn't lose someone, but just of like the measures in which they've taken of kind of destroying the economy. And now uh, the Biden administration, they come in, they're like, Hey, we're going to double the amount of money in circulation. And so like a couple weeks ago, I was like, why is everything so expensive? And I was such an idiot. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause they just fucking doubled the amount of money that exists in America. And so now of course everything just goes up. Like that makes sense. Um, so I kind of think everyone is taking advantage of this world, but I do think it is probably a real sickness. 
you know, like, I don't know. And then there's some um, new information. Uh, I guess everyone should watch this. Uh, if you care about Joe Rogan, some people hate all of it, but there's this guy, uh, Brett Weinstein on there with uh, Dr. Coy or something like that. Uh, came out last month, like on June 22nd. I'll listen to it today. And they're talking about this medicine called ivermethazine or something. It's something like that gets rid of parasites. So like in Africa, if you go swim in a river and your whole life, eventually you go blind from these parasites that get in your eye. But then there's this ivermethazine that you put in your eye and it fucking cures your blindness, right? More or less. And it's this thing that's been existed. It's existed for like many, many years ago. I won a Nobel peace prize or Nobel, whatever the fuck it's called prize a long time ago for it. And uh, anyway, it's a whole thing that's out of patent and shit, but there's been studies that show that it kind of, cures covid like immediately or some shit right and so these people they don't know if it's immediately you go fucking listen to these experts um but they're basically saying people like google and shit is trying to make it where you can't say that or say these like, maybe this episode gets taken down you know who the fuck knows um but you can't say these things um or they're going because people can't they don't have patents on it so they can't sell it. like there's you can go buy a generic for four bucks right now you know, like, so people are going to make money on it. So that's why they're trying to hush, hush it. And they're going to push this other shit. And so like, if that's true, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Right. And just kind of like Fauci's emails got leaked and people saw, uh, you know, some shit like how he wasn't completely honest about some of the mask science, you know, but it was really about um, agendas and, and politics yeah. or whatever, you know, and then people kind of swept that on the rug. And I think now you can look at data and now, I don't know, I see data all the time that I'm like, I guess you got to trust it. Who the hell is you going to ask? But people quit wearing masks. Like I quit wearing my mask when I got vaccinated. And uh, I think a lot of people probably did that. But even in like Texas, when they just got rid of the mask, it wasn't like their numbers spiked. I mean, I don't think that ever happened. And so like there are states that have been like, all right, no more masks. I thought Oklahoma seems to be spiking this last week. Oklahoma is spiking this last week, but we haven't had a mask mandate the whole time. So right. it's not because people quit wearing masks, you know, it'd be right. some other issues maybe, but people only half ass wear them when they do wear them. Right. And so, I do think, you know, for instance, it was a real thing. And, uh, you know, like this episode of Joe Rogan today, there's like, it is, um, the longer you're around someone where it's in the air, it like builds a thickness, like you're more susceptible to it. So there is something about wearing a mask that does help prevent some of that. But they were using qu- quotes like, if you wore a mask, you were safe, you know, and shit like that. When it's like, well, that wasn't wearing a cotton mask actually didn't do anything for you. You know, it might have slowed it down a little bit, but it, it, it was a cotton mask, you know, fucking air goes right through it. And so, you know, you have people arguing, getting really pissed about shit, you know, online. And you're like, I don't know. I think everyone's trying their best. But then also, I think someone that like lost their job and whatever their business, I think they have a right to be pissed too about it. I don't know. Fucking world, man. Man, I just, just stop lying. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, why can't we have transparency? I think it would be, y'all would, it would take a few years to get everybody on board, but once everything would be transparent, the world would be a better place. Everyone quit trying to sweep everything up. If you fuck up, it's out in the open. Well, let's, let's deal with it. Get it over with. I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's because everyone always wants to be, or there's always going to be someone that wants to be the elite, you know, or whatever. And so that's why we'll ever have transparency because they, people, someone wants to be behind the curtains and not be known and all that shit and have all the power and money. Well, and I mean, just like if communism, they, if they want to, anything to do with the shots and they got to come out. People, uh, you know, want to talk about communism or act like, you know, it's such a would be a great idea. But every time it's ever happened, the people at the top decide we're smarter than you. And we know it's, you know, because humans are corrupt. Like, uh, we're not robots, you know. So it's just like you have to to me, there has to be some incentives for everything. So, like, if the rich people have no incentives to out themselves or to come up, they are just not going to. And like, 
And I don't know what sort of revolution has to happen because I think what would happen right now, let's say if everyone got all pissed, is like the real rich people would push all the politicians and congressmen and be like, yeah, get them when they're like middle tier, right? Like they're not the real man. So um, it's like a, and that's what it's like a losing idea. You know, the kind of people hate on TikTok still being a Chinese thing. And I'm like, you know what? But I've been on TikTok watching these videos and fuck it. You know, they have all of our data. Uh, apparently they own a bunch of fucking American farmland. That's another fun conspiracy. It's not even a conspiracy. It's a real fucking news, you know, real thing that's happening that I need to get into more where like China's buying farmland in America. Oh, we could talk about that. It's happening right here in our very County. Yeah. I mean, it's I saw where in long grow or you could, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing mafia style. People are trying to uh, <laughs> pass a law to where you, you're not allowed to sell to a Chinese nationalist. Um, in the state, I saw that, but in my mind still, it's like, okay, I don't understand I mean, I get that, like, the CCP or whatever the fuck the Chinese Communist Party, I believe is what it's called. If if you are a business from there, you have to share your secrets with their state, right? So, like, they'll be like, if uh, they bought some land and they did whatever, any information they gathered from America and the businesses, they would have to give to the government of China. And so I could see why that's something we don't want. But in general, I don't see what they are going to do by owning American land that's going to all of a sudden be like, and now we're China. We're like, no, no. They just own land in America. Is that just we don't want them to own land here? Like, I don't understand what the fear is, I guess. Well, they are going up to people that are acting like the Pinkertons, if that makes any sense to you. Uh, in all the movies, it was basically the CIA before it was the CIA. Oh, I see. Where they basically, they're going around showing up on these people's property, property and offering them uh, to buy it. But then when they say no, they try to force them out. And then they're putting illegal grow operations in right now and that's what's going on right at the moment is they're putting in a lot of illegal grow and they're trying to run it all at night and they're trying to control the market and import and export weed out of Oklahoma at the moment. And I have heard a lot about the grow market shit. Um, So maybe that is what the whole thing is is people got to get that under control. I thought they were doing like other farm related shit but if it I I get the weed part. I just know the weed part because well I'm in the thick of it so right right, for sure. (laughs) And I've even uh, know people that like do work on wells and stuff. Uh, someone's got to make the shake, man, and the shitty low shelf weed, and that that that's what they're making. Well, I know, but they still got to have license where you can buy it and run through tests like everybody else, right? Um, they're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. Well, and I think it's like I could be wrong, but I thought weed was super illegal in China. Maybe it's Japan. Thinking of in some of these Asian countries, weed's super illegal, and in other ones, it's not at all. So I don't, I don't remember which ones. They're are coming which. in. They're they're trying to take over the market. Right. I mean, it's not a bad play. Not a bad play. You know, when their whole government backs up, I mean, like I said, business and government is one in China. That's just how it is. Uh, they get to know that. I Very little I do know about it because I get very interested is that like farmers, whenever they first became like a full communist thing, you know, and they were like, all right, farmers, y'all got to make all the rice for everybody. And the farmers weren't making near enough rice. And they were like, why aren't y'all making enough? And it's like, because we get the same amount of food, no matter how much rice. We, I'm like, what's the fucking matter to us? And then so then they're like, all right, you get to keep a certain percentage of your rice. And then after they did that, people start making a fuckload of rice for everybody because those farmers get to keep some of their stuff. Like there's an incentive. Right. It's like, of course, like it's so they're like from the beginning, they had to infuse a little bit of capitalism into it. So um, I don't know. I just think we've got to be a little careful, not because I mean, they already have the most buying power in the world. You know, they have, I think I believe, you know, because we were like in debt to forever and not that they're going to do anything or we'll do anything. Um, 
But I think eventually if they're just running policies and then we've seen them have like inhumane things like concentration camps and shit like that's going on in their country right now. Like we have all these liberals upset about shit. But I'm like right now in China, they have like, ah, we occupy Tibet and Tibet's like, hey, we're a free country. And they're like, no, you're not because we occupy. And then the same with Taiwan and all this shit where you're like, there's like real atrocities, quote unquote, now, you know, and everyone's worried about shit that happened hundreds of years ago. We're going to get pissed about today. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't like it. Not to get too too deep onto that. Yeah, but, no shit. Um, That's a big old wormhole there. For sure. Um, the Olympics are in a tank. Yeah, I've seen people aren't big fans of the Olympics. That's what I'm reading. Um, well, it's one side of it. It's basically the, the quote-unquote liberalish side of it are like, we shouldn't be doing it because of COVID. You know, that's like that side of it. And then the more conservative side is like, well, fuck these athletes. They won't stand up for the pledge, you know, or the na- national anthem. So, like, neither side cares right. you know there's like sports people are like oh yeah let's like, see what happens in the basketball tournament i guess or whatever but teams losing soccer teams losing i'm like damn at well, this point we're used to soccer team losing so not really they won last year or last time they're the defending they won like 48 games in a row are you talking about men's or women? Women's. Okay. I was yeah, saying our men's soccer, I think we're terrible. I was saying, yeah, our men all no, think no, we're talking about the women, but it's almost like with the athletes on the rosters. It wouldn't bat an eye for me to think they might be throwing it. Right. Could be. I'm just saying. Could be. Um, in video game news world, uh, I platinum two games. I think I don't know if I brought about platinum returnal or not, but I did platinum returnal. That finally happened. Uh so far, my favorite game on the PS5. So I'll try to keep track of that. Um, probably my game of the year because it's one of those games that frustrated me very, very much. But then when you beat it, you're like, fuck yeah. You know, like it's one of those games. I don't know. Those are always good. Hell yeah. You know, it's not some passive bullshit. You earned it. You know, and that's how you feel about it. Um, and then I platinumed Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which I didn't really think was that good. But by the time you beat it, you only have one fucking trophy left to get. So if you start a new game plus and go for, I don't know, however long and you get the other one. So I would have implied on that game as well. It's good. I think Death Kids, it's good. If I hadn't played the one that came out a few years ago, I would have thought it was better, but it was just really similar to the other one, you know? And so I was like, oh, oh no. And I'm a fucking adult man. So Ratchet and Clank is probably not, I'm not the demographic for it. Uh, But now I'm out of new games. I debated really hard yesterday buying a game called NASCAR Heat 5. There's a, you know, it's part of a series of NASCAR games. I remember when I was younger, I did like NASCAR games. You start in a little dirt circuit and work your way up through the career mode. And I was like, it wasn't bad. I'd like one here and there, but like I said, I didn't buy them regularly. I'd right. buy one and drive that so much for five years. You right, know, exactly. And so I looked up this one, got her, you know, for a review. It's $10 right now. So it's not really a lot, uh, but my payday was fucking pushed back in eight days. And, um, so I, I debated it, but I was, I was like, you know what? I probably wouldn't play it ever really. You know, I'd probably play it for one day and then never touch it again. And maybe that would have been worth it. Um, but I do want to play a sports game. I just haven't played a sports game in a while. And I feel like it's what I need at the moment. But we'll see what happens. Um, I might. Um, I, mean, I have a, f- a bunch of games. I have 40 fucking games downloaded on my little external hard drive. So I need to play one of them, get into it, knock them out, try to. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of sports again, uh, what I did see on the news today was rumors of Oklahoma and Texas asking questions about joining the SEC. Well, I wouldn't want to fucking go with Texas and there no fucking horns down crying ass bullshit. That's another story. That's what they're going to throw a penalty for that, man. That's football. Shit talking is football. I've I've never understood a few years ago when they did it unless Texas just was like, if you don't do this, we're pulling out because we have the most money. I mean, that could have been it. 
but fuck Texas. I've, I mean, I feel you. I, I don't care about sports anymore these days. Uh, but as a, I was an OU fan, like in high school and shit and the horns down is just, it's what you do. And now they put their horns up and Texas people, have a great comeback to be like, oh, you have to care about us so much. You got to focus on our horns and put them. And you're like, okay, fine. That's okay. Yeah. But guess what? Everyone just having fun. And then, um, you know, I love Baker Mayfield's uh, commenting about it as well. It's for people that are around this part of the country. You're probably like, who get what the fuck you talking about? But OU Texas is a very big college football game. Probably like the second or third biggest. If they're football fans at all of college, they would know that. Right. We'd say second or third biggest rivalry. I think oh. OU, Mich- Ohio State, Michigan is probably first. I would guess, but I don't know for like Alabama, all time. Auburn, Alabama, Auburn. I see. I me growing up, Auburn was not a big deal, and uh, Auburn didn't become a big deal. Cam Newton became popular. You no, know, whenever he was I in know, there. I know, but they tried to make a story like it's been going on for years. I know, so, but I, I hadn't really kind of like right. I hadn't really heard about it either. <laughs> so, I, when I was growing up, Nebraska, Oklahoma was a big deal, and then all of a sudden they switched conferences and they hadn't played each other since. And never, we got <laughs> hell. We got Texas and OSU. Yeah. Yeah, in-state rivalries, you know, everyone has yeah. has those for sure. Um, anyway, yeah, so a lot of a lot of college football shit going on around here. So yeah, they might join the SEC, which I think will be great for those programs yeah. to, for recruiting and, and now they're else. Uh, paying the players now. Is that correct? Right. I mean, that's why they're trying to go to the SEC because they already got a football channel and they have money probably coming in to help pay these athletes. I mean, if this is the future we're going. It just to. went legal. That's all. Right. It's like weed. It just went illegal. It was right. already there. <laughs> exactly. I fuck. Yeah, I, the NCAA has shut people down for this. They should reinstate And I them think all. something that's uh, not talked about at all is that Brett Kavanaugh, the Trump guy who everyone hated, you know, because he was getting drunk in college or whatever. Um, he's like a big reason the NCAA lost this in the Supreme Court. Like, or at least he's the one that delivered the speech, I think, of like, if this was any other business, you would be sued and, you know, and whatever. Like, and so people that were like, I think in general, liberals are against the NCAA and then liberals are against this guy. And so I just, I like when shit like that happens of like, and no one brings it up. You know, you hated this fucking dude a few years ago, but now that he kills the NCAA, uh, you're like, who, who's this guy? I don't know. It's fuckers. I also, uh, watched a Ben Shapiro video on YouTube today of him just watching woke TikTok videos of like, you know, liberals being like, and my pronouns are Z, Zer, and Zim and all this shit and him and if y'all know who Ben Shapiro is he's like this conservative uh talking guy he, he's really good at what he does but I understand people get offended by him if you're a liberal or whatever I'm just I'm in the middle enough that I can watch all the people and I'm like ah, I think it's funny um but he did watch this one of this I don't say it's a woman because she said her pronouns were Z and Zim and Zer or whatever I don't even know what all that means me either okay. uh but they had like a mustache but also long hair but also was clearly a born was identified as a female probably at one time. I don't fucking know what's the proper way to say. And uh, they're explaining how anything can be a pronoun. And then I just think like, so him from his logic thing, it's like not any, a pronoun is a, there's a definition for what a pronoun is. Not anything can be a pronoun. And, you know, and stuff like that. So I do think people get uh, hung up on shit. And like, I think it's funny how, and Kim, we just grew up a little bit ago, you know, not that long ago, but it was like, hey, let's not put labels on things. Hey, I don't care what you do. You know, you can have sex and be attracted to whoever the fuck you want. But now it's like, no, no, there's 32 categories and let's tell you about all of them. And now let's have you identify. And it's like, what happened to like, hey, do what you want, man, in the right. bedroom. I, I, it's fine. I, I don't. We went from like this place of like, no, no, man and woman only. And then for a brief moment, it was, hey. You're cool, bro. From like the summer of love, right in the '60s, until about like five years ago, 
or so. It was like, hey, we got more progressive just to be like, we don't even ask questions. Do what you want to do as long as you're happy. But now it's gone around. It's like, tell me what you're into. Because we have to tell you what label you have. And it's like, I just think you're it went three too years old. Identify. <laughs> right. It's went too far. Like one I saw uh, today, I thought it was funny is, uh, and it's some politician's daughter said she's uh, some fucking word I didn't know. And it's someone who only has sex with someone they are emotionally attached to. And then Ben Shapiro was like, hey, you should just be women like that. Or that's just like what a normal woman would like. That's not a new category or whatever. Right. Like, or someone else was uh, saying like, uh, again, a new word I don't know. But it was like someone who's asexual, but they're in a sexual relationship with someone, even though they're not into it, but they still do it for the other person that has its own name now. And it's like, why does that need its own name? Like, why does everything? <laughs> it doesn't. I just want categories, more subgenres for rap music. God damn it. You know, we need not everything should be hip hop. We shouldn't have like 32 fucking hip hop subgenres. But we're worried about fucking all these I'm other stopping things. I'm at 26. So that's how many letters are in the alphabet. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's not a, not a bad idea. Um, all right, I've been also noticing you've been cooking a lot. So uh, any any good cooking you've been doing? Man, risotto, man. I've always wanted to try it. And I didn't realize how fucking easy it was to make. So what is risotto? I see it a lot on the Hell's Kitchen, but I'm not sure what it is. Cheesy rice, man. Parmesan rice, kind of. Basically, you kind of you saute the onions and garlic and butter, and then. Uh, is risotto a type of rice, or is it the dish made with all the ingredients? It's a Boreal rice, but I've been using regular white rice because I'm fucking cheap in Oklahoma. Gotcha. Um. I already had that, so basically throw a little rice after the onion saute in there and kind of coat them on the butter, <coughs> and then uh, a little white white wine, and then you slowly add chicken broth, and as it dries up, you add more. As it dries up, you add more until you run out the amount of chicken broth you had weighed up, you know? Right. And uh, it gets all nice and fluffy, and then you add a little butter and a little Parmesan, and man, it's fucking delicious. Hell yeah. And I, I saw you made uh, fried rice. I don't know. That's the first time. I know I mentioned it like a year or so ago of like, this is the best thing to do with leftovers. So I don't know uh, if you've done it before that, but I just left. I've tried fried rice a time or two, but uh, I looked in there and there's some leftover pork tenderloin. So I just chopped it up and just fucking went to town, found some carrots and celery and onions. And um, as long as you got rice and some egg. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, and I finally found a soy sauce. Yeah, but soy I, sauce. But I was sure. prepared to use Worcestershire's uh, so liquid smoke uh, <laughs> <laughs> and some sesame oil, man. Something, and it turned out phenomenal, dude. Hell yeah! Something about soy sauce uh, that I'm kind of weird about. Lately, we have the big thing right now, but what is Kokomon is that the yeah. normal one or whatever? I think Kikomon, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, anyway, the ones that are like in the small thing with the red lid. That they have in restaurants, even in the rest or in the store, when you buy that, it tastes way better than the big thing. That's the exact same brand. It's just in a big ass fucking thing, but they were out of the small ones, and so I had to get a big thing. And this whole time, I'm like, it just doesn't seem as flavorful in the big one as it does in the small one. But I'm sure that's all placebo, of some sort. And maybe you're down at the bottom. Right, just need to shake it more. Uh, yeah, uh, made some what some chicken breasts. Basically, breaded chicken, man. It was. I've uh, there's a big, the big diet change in my life. And it's actually been pretty good for me. Is Coopy uh, has been trying to eat healthier, which has led to her. We bought in a bag of salmon, 
with the skin on it and then a bag of chicken breasts. And then we just set those out and I just make one after another for her. And then I get to eat all of the good shit and we just buy steaks and I just get two steaks now where I used to only get one. And I get, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was eating steaks two days in a row, you know? And uh, then I, you know, I just have pork chops while she eats her healthy shit. And I just make me awesome shit while I grill her up her healthier meat. And it's probably not the best idea, but I've loved it so far. I'm like, this is great. Hell yeah. So, um, there you go. She's, I was needing to work, like she needs more vegetables. So, you know, we've also been buying lots more vegetables. My parents brought me some uh, squash and zucchini out of their garden. Cause that's some shit people garden here in Oklahoma. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm fucking cooking goddamn vegetables all the fucking time. I hate them, but I love the steaks. And I don't know, like, there's, like, a person or two over my lifetime that they was all in on frozen vegetables. Those are the worst in my life. They're not better than the cans. I'm sorry. They're They're just not. not. I've gotten some a few times for, like, stews and stuff. There was nothing else there. They got no flavor. They're kind of... They're hard. Yeah. Like, the corn, for instance. Like, when you have frozen corn, and by the time you get it cooked, it's like, why is the skin so tough? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure there's a reasoning for all that, but yeah. I'm not a, you not know, a some people, they're just, they just swear by them. I'm like, uh-uh, not frozen vegetables here. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, if you ever buy TV dinners, I don't know. You've probably never done it, but I buy TV dinners if I'm on the go or something, take one to work, pop it in the microwave. Right. They should just leave the instant mashed potatoes out. That shit, it tastes like shit. Y'all didn't get it right. The actual meat portions actually taste fairly decent. The Salisbury steak, and there's a couple other ones that are actually I mean, okay. I haven't eaten a TV dinner since I've been like an adult on my own, like not a single meal one, right? Like yeah. a hungry man or whatever. But growing up, we definitely had those kid cuisine ones with yeah. a little brownie in one and the shitty ass mashed potatoes yeah. that half were cold and half were fucking burning as hot. Um, yeah. And I definitely remember those. And I grew up a lot on TV dinners. Even as a teenager, my mom would just have fucking freezer full of random ones. Yeah. And I agree, they aren't that good. But I remember a lot, like my dad got that factory job. He didn't come home, you know, nine at night or whatever. And we would have uh, the family pack of Salisbury steaks, about 12 Salisbury steaks, but I'm throwing them in the oven for however long. And I loved it. I made me a little Salisbury steak sandwich. Oh, I loved it. I was, I was a big fan. Or the uh, turkey and gravy. And it was just fucking turkey with brown gravy and you threw it in there. Or a lasagna, which never was as good as it looks. Yeah, we, uh, we'll throw the lasagna. We'll, we'll cheat on a lasagna and do the Stouffer's, the... It's a yeah. family. It's, it's enough for everybody. It's decent. We got one, me and Coopy. They're not uh, great. Within but. the last year. And there was, and we're not big sauce people. You know, I just need a more cheese, less sauce. And it was so much sauce. I was like, not for me. But the noodles are way too fat, in my opinion. I agree. I agree with that, too. Uh, I did look up a recipe. I got some wontons. I'm going to make some wonton lasagnas this weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Also, the worst thing you can buy is that frozen enchiladas. In the TV dinner, you know, I bought one of those also when quarantine happened, and it was it was easily the worst frozen meal. But sometimes I've ever it's bought. just a nice change of pace. It's something different than a fucking sandwich, or I mean, I'll just something make enchiladas. Yeah, I mean, I would just make enchiladas uh, if I was gonna do that. Yeah, but, they yeah. don't sound like they'd heat up right. Uh, enchiladas are one of the better uh, leftover meals for me. The way I make them, I guess, because uh, I just cube up some fucking chicken breasts. Uh, a little vegetables, some enchilada sauce. You bake them. I don't know. It's not a lot to it. Um, I'm going to make some potato soup this week. I know that because we were going to be involved in a mill train. You know, people need mills and they decided they don't want to do that. But I hyped myself up about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm making goddamn potato soup. It's going to be delicious. 
And that's something I didn't even fucking like until two years ago. And I finally made it and was like, I should have been making this shit every week for my whole life. That's how good it is. Um, but it's really the bacon. The bacon goes a long way. If you make bacon with something, you know, yeah, like it's just it. with the new job. I've had time to cook. So I just go yeah. in the kitchen, kind of look around. But say, get... like, is your normal home life better with your less stressful job? Have you noticed a difference? Oh, it's fucking wonderful. Everybody in the house has noticed a difference in my whole mood. Right. And everything. I'm not stressed. I mean, money's a little tight, but you know what? My happiness is fucking outstanding. <laughs> right. Got to find cheaper shit to do. Yeah. You know? Well, we don't really do anything. It's just, you know, trying to get the bills and shit that we've added up over living living with the big checks, you know, kind of curb that shit down. Right. Right. Well, you got rid of a couple kids out of the house. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Well, I don't know if they're gone yet, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them uh, don't start school till September and the other one has moved back in. Oh, that's a fun development. I didn't know about it. I didn't even mean yeah, to do that yeah, one on I purpose. I didn't even think about it. I, <laughs> I was trying to have a peaceful day. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just last week you gave us some updating, so I love my kid, man. I love him. Right. Um, all right, man. Uh I think that's about all I got. I'm gonna try to think of some more shit for next week. Uh but like I said, rapper mode, trying to finish this album. Koopy's gonna be gone tomorrow, so that's gonna give me time to maybe record some shit and uh get some shit done. Hell yeah. I'm in a moment where I feel like I need to record a music video for one of the songs. I feel like I've benefited a lot, but I don't know anyone that does that. I know some people that I've had on this podcast before, but they you charge money. You skinny standing in the background with some Mr. T starter kits, you know? There you go. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't, I'm not like a dancing per. Like, it'd take a lot for me to be comfortable. To, no, yeah, but like the person who raps has to like be into it and yeah. it would be, it well, would be very do, hard. Like, a green screen? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, I, I really need my car involved. It's very important for the content of the song. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it may never happen. Maybe it'll be some dumb shit. But um, okay. anyway, that's something I've been debating Maybe myself today. Maybe we'll just skinny, shoot it for you on the phone, and you could edit the fuck out of it. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't actually know how to do the editing part, but I know I could YouTube and learn from now until whenever. Um, but yeah, it's something I'm going to have to figure out Hell yeah. in the next couple months. Because... Uh, and only because shout out the homie CJ Jones, he heard the song was like, you got to make a video to that. It's too good. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so now ever since then, that's all I keep thinking about. Assholes. I'm sure we know someone that knows how. You know, hit up Kurt Thea's, see what he's doing, you know, with his art life. Um, but all right. Peace, man. Peace.